When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Volume. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. The Cowboys are seven-point favorites against the Packers this weekend, and I am excited to see how they manage to mess it up. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Jenkins. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Jenkins. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Saturday, January 13th, and we're very excited to have family on. It's a family episode. The Gridiron Gals are back. Rita and Chelsea are two favorite people on the internet. Ladies, thanks for hopping on with us to break down the NFL playoffs. We appreciate you. Thank y'all for having us. We always enjoy coming back on the Cousins Podcast. (laughs) We're excited to talk to you guys. Yep. Everyone tells us they're excited to talk to us, but you're the only two people that have ever shown up to the hey. Zoom wearing Jenkins and Jones merchandise. So that's because we love y'all the, for real. See, that's they don't right. love y'all like we YouTube. do. For real, <laughs> this should go back to goddamn 2009, y'all. 2010. What else? Right? Okay. You know what I'm saying? We've been in, we the, was trenches. in the trenches together. Yeah. They don't understand. So 
Uh, y'all is our favorite internet cousins. We love y'all, Likewise. so we can't support the podcast. You already know the love is mutual. We for appreciate sure, y'all. Sure. And, and everyone, make sure you're following the Gridiron Gals on Twitter. Make sure you're subscribed to the Gridiron Gals podcast. <clears throat> Two of the funniest people out there talking football. It's it, like what Jenkins and Jones is for basketball, you guys are for football. So we, I always recommend you to everybody. And you've yet to have anyone come back to me and be like, what the fuck were you talking about, Mike? So, <laughs> <laughs> My mom uh, listen to y'all. My mom listen to y'all. She said oh, five stars. She, yeah. she, she fucked with y'all. She was oh, like, wow, they are great. She love y'all. So thank for you. Sure, Tell sure. her we appreciate it, man. John's mom said, it's enough basketball. I'm yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's football season. You feel it's me? football season. <laughs> Fuck you, mean. Right. You know, this is America, ain't it? <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Tyler has long said that the best job in America is uh, to be a fired coach, and the job market is booming for fired coaches. It's feeling like the end of an era. With Bill Belichick and Nick Saban have retired, Pete Carroll's been fired, uh, Mike Vrabel, a bunch of other people that less people care about were fired as well. But ladies, how, how are y'all feeling? This just feels like one of those seasons where it's like, we're going to wake up next August and it's going to be sort of a new era, right? Yeah, I feel like I need a spreadsheet to keep up. It's a lot <laughs> of vacancies. Um, and not enough people that you can kind of, you know, in your head, like switch around, this person goes here, this person goes here. Uh, because uh, I, Belichick, I'm not sure what is happening. I don't know. You know, it may be one of those uh, back office roles. Pete Carroll, we already saw that they said he's going to stay on in an administrative role. Um, so I'm not sure what we're going to do here. But it, it's definitely very strange. You know, Red Monday or what is it called? Bloody Monday? <laughs> Key card Monday in, in, in the 2020s. Yeah. <laughs> well, that motherfucking key card ain't working when you pop up. Uh, how about, it? <laughs> how about it? deactivation Monday? Is what <laughs> it's, it's, it's just interesting, right? Because I feel like all three of these coaches are just you know so connected, right? Like I feel like Pete Carroll was the college coach of the, of the 2000s. You know, then he came and made the Seahawks the Super Bowl champ. You know, of course, Saban's the greatest college coach of all time. He had his run during the 2010s. You know, early part of uh, this decade as well. Then you got Bill Belichick, who's the greatest NFL coach of all time, right? And all these dudes are like early 70s they're, they're youthful as hell like you don't look at these dudes and see 70 year olds you know what i mean like pete carroll goes out there and runs bootlegs in practice <laughs> you know what i'm saying under center and shit right but it's, it's it's just very interesting to me how we've just got like just this huge changing of the guard in just like a 12 hour period bro we, I, we've never seen anything like this me either and it's like i believe a quarter of the league has vacancies i believe it's eight don't damn Count me on that, but I feel I think it's eight vacancies, which is a hell of a lot of vacancies. And it's crazy because I can remember back in the day, you could probably ask me to name majority of the coaches because it felt like that they were around longer, right? right. And I could tell you, you know, the, each coach for each team. I can't do that anymore, man. Like they already talking about, for, for example, Nick Sirianni literally was in the Super Bowl 11 months ago. And now we're having a conversation about do you even keep Nick Sirianni? Like, you are, it, it's such a carousel nowadays. Like, nobody gets an opportunity to, like, develop or, you know, stick around. And the dude literally just had his team in the Super Bowl. And it wasn't like that they, like, got blown out. It was a close game. So, mm-hmm. we, I just have no idea who anybody is anymore. All I know is, is that it's Mike Tomlin. John Harbaugh, and then I don't know who else is, is around at this point. <laughs> I think that that was something Bomani said when he was on the show was like, 
it, it doesn't like when we were growing up, coaches really loomed large in your imagination. You were like, mm. this coach versus this coach. And they had a brand. The, yeah, right, 100%. Like, you, oh, this, and, and the styles were so different and everything. And now it does feel like between, I agree with you, the shorter term is a big part of it because they change jobs so much more rapidly. But also just culturally, it's just the way he put it, he was like, all the coaches now in college in the NFL look like they came straight out of an HR training. Like, it's just like they all wear the same fucking pants. They all wear the same fucking polo shirt. They all say the same thing. And so, you know, when he, and he was bringing this up about Deion Sanders. He's not a Deion Sanders fan, but he's like, it's at least a coach that does something in your imagination. You can hate him. You could love him, but he has a personality and yeah, like that's kind of how I I feel about it. It's you know I'm a fan of a couple other coaches. Like I like Mike McDaniel and Kyle Shanahan. But like you know they had that fight between the um, between the Falcons and the and the Saints coaches who were yelling at each other. And I was like, this just looks like a a Whole Foods shopping cart mishap. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> except for the black dude that was in the back that was like. Something, something, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chad, that with, with, with the drive by yeah. bitch ass motherfucker just kept yeah, it moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was John at the Whole Foods seeing the truck. <laughs> right, <white> right. <laughs> <laughs> he the one that had all the personality. He had nothing to do with it. He just walked, just drove by and started to. Right. He had to get his issue. He had to get his issue. That's all, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's something to be said for that about how how job security has just, you know, kind of decreased over the years, right? Because, you know, this big three that we had retire, you know, we, we saw how, you know, Pete Carroll was the king at USC for all those years, you know, super job security there. You know, he left when shit, when he knew that those fucking investigations were coming, right? He went to Seattle, coach there for 14 Jim years. Next. Jim yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. And, and, and then, you know, of course we had, um, you know, Nick Saban, most job security of any fucking coach in sports period. You know what I mean? And then we had, you know, Belichick who, you know, after Brady left, shit got shaky, but he was still was there, what, 25 fucking years. So, you know, we're in this era now where there's just no job security. Like, like Mike Tomlin is the only one I would be surprised if they got fired him. And even then, like that fan base wants him gone, and I will never fucking understand that. But it's it's, it's just job security is just not a thing of 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 the present anymore. It's a thing of the past right now. What is the administrative position stuff you're talking about? Like, how like does that look for a former coach? Yeah, he's just they're just paying. Pete Carroll and Belichick just to still be around. You Belichick know I mean? ain't gonna be in New England. Belichick wants to coach. Okay. He's probably gonna be in like okay, Atlanta okay. or or the Commanders or some weak shit like that. I, mm. I think it, I would hit the dusty trail before I ever went from <laughs> fucking being the greatest coach of all time with the greatest dynasty to coach the fucking to the Commanders. Yeah, are back you to kidding the projects? me? Projects? Fuck out of here, man. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, they're saying Pete Carroll wants to be in. A, you're gonna you know have a consultant role with with that franchise. Bill Belichick's still looking to be a head coach, and Saban's just about done. Was, he, was Pete Carroll like ready to go, or was that did he really get let go? Or was that just more like I'm 72, my nigga? He didn't sound I'm, like I'm he was ready it. to go. And yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, he didn't okay. sound. He didn't. He didn't. He sounded like it was like a hey, you know, kind of like a we are eliminating your position. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. We still want you around. We really like you, but you know, what I mean, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, uh, article came out about Nick Saban not too long ago, um, which. He says that he still plans to stick by, help Alabama with the transition. He came to work the next day, same time, like nothing happened. He's still talking to everybody. So it seems like, and, and, and also in the article, that man said he's tired. He said, I, hey, I'm tired. He said, I, this is stressful. Um, I'm, I don't feel the same way that I did 10 years ago. Mm. 
And then if you remember, there was a soundbite of he and Kirby Smart before the Georgia, before the SEC championship, when he said, I'm too old for this. <laughs> the Danny Glover. Yeah, once you start, once you start rolling out the lethal weapon quotes. She was like, you a good She said, I, I, I'm too old for this out here. So it seems like he's like, you know, I want to go to sleep at, at night and not have to worry about winning the national championship and then recruiting the next day, you know. So I think that, you know, it sounds like he's going to have probably a very big say-so in the next coach. So that okay. should be for you. Um, and he's going to help them along with their transition process. And they also need him because you want to try to retain some of those recruits. We For saw facts. him uh, hit the road yesterday, um, but we haven't seen anything else since. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting to, to watch. I don't think people like that, like a Nick Saban and a Bill Belichick, I don't think that they actually can walk completely away. Mm. I don't think that they it kind of be like, well, if I wasn't doing this, what am I doing? Y'all know the story of George Allen at Long Beach State coaching football? Uh, uh, you know, so he won Super Bowl with Washington. I mean, he was a top-level Super Bowl winning coach and everything. He retired, and it's exactly what you said. It was, it was like he sat around for, I think, three weeks, and then he was like, I want to get back into coaching immediately. And no one – I mean, he was, a old, he was really old. No one wanted to take him. He ended up taking a job at Long Beach State. He was, the like, basically the last football coach there. Like – and it was a big deal that he they they were six and five that you know because it was, he had never had a an under five hundred season or something. But this dude was coaching in the Super Bowl like a couple years prior and was coaching at Vets, our football stadium here, which is on the junior college campus. Just like I got, I need to be out there. I got to be out there. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? <laughs> you can go from like football being part of your life, you know what I'm saying, to retiring. But when it's your life, like a Nick Saban, a P. Carroll, like. When your whole foundation of life is built off of that, it's hard to give it up. So I can understand that. We're like, what I've spent my whole life doing this. This is my life now. At this point. I, I have, I have how very, do I stop coaching? You know right. what I mean? How do I yeah. stop not, at least being and a how part do you stop, of the game? And it goes for the players, too, because they, right, right. they've been through it since Little League. You know what I'm saying? How do you stop playing? And that's why, that's why you see guys like Tom Brady with their whole – uh, personal lives in in jeopardy because he like, but this is all I know, babe. I don't football know. Football is his personality. Like you said yeah, it, like yeah. don't let like that is your personality, that is your life, that is everything to you. There's some people that play the sport, there's some people that live the sport. And those guys live the sport. You know what I'm yep. saying? Yeah. I have it on good authority that Nick Saban that they just got Damani Jackson from USC. Nick Saban took that meeting on Monday this week, brought him into the office, shook his hand, sealed the deal, got him to sign. I mean he was like two days before he retired he was like, let's make sure we get everyone signed with Alabama. Yeah. Like, you know, that's, I mean, you imagine us, if, 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 we, if we do this podcast for another 30 years, can you imagine how little of a fuck we're going to give on the next to last episode? <laughs> with you know that I mean? amount of money, we're going to just log on and just stare at the camera, bro. You feel what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Do our taxes on cameras. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? You're like equivalent to two weeks. You know, when you, know right. you put them two weeks in, you right. just stop giving a oh. fuck. You oh, just right, we just hanging. Different. Yeah. Right, right. Netflix, you know, just clipping your nails. Right, like responding to the emails right. you want to respond yeah to yeah <laughs> letting the phone ring you yeah. know what i mean you know fuck none yeah, of i that. hope someone answers it all right we're gonna right go right through. good luck angie's list is now angie the nation's largest home services marketplace they're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes 
Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, We had some painting done. We're able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we're really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie gets the difficulties that come with home projects. Why not make it as simple as possible to tackle that project? Turn to Angie with confidence, even for major renovations or emergency repairs. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not like that, CJ. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to go through game by game uh, this weekend. We've got it's the I'm I, ladies. I'm still not used to this super wild card shit. It still should. It's still one extra team in the playoffs and it should be to me. And it's still one more week of football in the regular season. It should be in my head. The nine and eight thing. I've not wrapped my head around yet. Yeah, you know what I that mean? Math always looks weird. Right. 
Math don't be math in there. I get it. No, my brain formed and calcified like 15, 20 years ago. And it's just like, just throwing rocks at concrete. You know what I mean? It's just bouncing right off. Anyway, we have six games, not four games on wildcard weekend, which I know has been the case for long enough. I should be used to it, but two games on Saturday. Let's start with Browns Texans. Since this is the, uh, this is the NFL equivalent of the NBA TV playoff game. They're just kind of sneaking Browns Texans in on Saturday afternoon, right? Yeah, I, I feel like that's like the matchup of like the feel good stories of the season, right? Like you had D'Amico Ryan, Mufasa D'Amico Ryan, our that's boy, crazy, right, right, right. Who, who's who, who, who should be a fucking unanimous coach of the year this season, right? You have C.J. Stroud, who is just like Houston got them one with that kid, and. And this to me feels like it feels like the life after the nasty man bowl, right? Like all of them like cut ties with Deshaun Watson, and look what you get—you get a playoff spot, right? But um, but yeah, I'm I'm I I just think Houston got the hot hand right now. I'm going with the better coach, the better quarterback, and you know the home field advantage. So I got the Texas winning this one. I agree. I don't. I got the Browns. I got the Browns too. They don't. They don't have a good run defense. I watched Jonathan Taylor just put a clinic on that run defense. Now Joe, his old ass is going to turn it over. (laughs) Yeah, that's what the fuck they gonna do. But their defense (laughs) is so good that they can make up for his mistakes, and that's my concern. Um, and and like you said, this is definitely a good storyline because it's the rookie versus the old Kanega. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Joe the, was out there. The old white Joe, naysayer, yeah. You know, Joe was watching. He was eating Thanksgiving dinner with them fucking kids. And I know them kids was annoying as shit. And finally somebody called and was like, hey, you busy? Because we, we nasty man is out. And we can't work with these other two niggas. So, <laughs> I think the, the other thing I would say is, you know, rookie quarterback, first year in the playoffs, that's always a tough. That's yep. always tough, even on a Saturday at noon. Um, and then you couple that with you, you mentioned Flacco, but also I just think that whole Browns team, the AFC North was the first team, first division with every team had a winning record in it was it 50, 61 50 years, years. It's 50, like 50 years. years. Yep. So I, I think the Browns, you know, I, I think to me, when you look at the team, the way it always works in the NFL, someone gets hot, right? Some some team gels together, they get hot. The Browns are kind of my sleeper team a little bit for that. I could, I could mm. see that happening, but but the Texans, it's like. The Texans lose the Saturday playoff game, man. That is one of the few traditions we still have in, yeah. <laughs> in NFL football. Bright and early at 2 in the afternoon, the Houston <laughs> Texans are done, buddy. <laughs> A proud tradition. Hell yeah. Um, all right. On Saturday night, I guess we all got a uh, pirate Peacock uh, to watch, which I'm disgusted by because this is the game I'm most excited about for the whole weekend. But Chiefs hosting the Dolphins in weather that they are saying now could have a wind chill of 30 degrees below zero for two high-powered offenses. Um, Very excited about this. Ladies, who do you think wins this game? And and, uh, don't you love crazy weather playoff football games? That's just like, that's, that's I I don't know. I love that shit. That's the best, especially when you're in your nice, cozy, warm house watching these motherfuckers out there in minus eight degree weather. Yeah. Dolphins, I'm calling in sick on that day. (laughs) (laughs) Going from Miami to that, that's wild. Hey man, Tyreek been gone because remember Tyreek goes back to Kansas City, right? Yes. So this is the, this is his game. He been two years removed. He been in Miami for two seasons. He ain't gonna be remembering that shit. He gonna he gonna forget <laughs> just like everybody else how cold it is, yeah. and he gonna fold like a baby out there. <laughs> I pray that uh, Jalen Waddle, you know, he got a, a high ankle sprain. I don't care what they put in that man um, ankle. 
I don't care if it's tired vibranium. When that <laughs> negative weather hit, that yeah. thing gonna be crippled up. Bone chilling, literally. <laughs> so uh, the fins gonna freeze their asses off, and they gonna it's going they gotta go home. That's how I see that. And, and Tyree got that bad that bad foot is his foot on his ankle or what? And and when that cold air hit that ankle. He's going to be like, hey, man, take me out. <laughs> I, 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 I like they're trying to inject him with Toradol and the needles. For, you know, it's just frozen. It's like the Toradol is frozen solid. It's like it's hey, nothing man. we could do for you, fellas. I'm sorry. You got to gut it out today. <laughs> Dog, like, like, like I've told you all so many times, my favorite thing about that fucking uh, Michael Irvin tweet, when we played in that cold weather, we was it cold. Was cold. Right? right? Because I, I'm like, thank you, bro. Like so many football players say, the adrenaline's pumping. You don't feel shit. Uh, Mike was like, no, motherfucker. We were cold. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's no way the adrenaline can, you know, fucking pump you past negative eight degree weather, bro. I ain't buying it. But um, yeah, for this game, like I, th- I feel like this game is like the the lowered expectations bowl. You know what I'm saying? If this was to be a bowl game, because we probably thought this was like the AFC Championship at the top of the season, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, but you know, fucking the Dolphins have proven they just can't beat a team worth a damn. Lamar Jackson <laughs> balled the fuck out on them. Had the best game of his career, just about um, you know, the most quarterbacky game of his career at least. <laughs> um, and then Quarter and then blackie. you know, right, right, quarter blacky. <laughs> But yeah, so so you know we we found out that that the Dolphins got some shit where they they struggle against good teams. We saw Pat Mahomes wide receiver core like this motherfucker's out there throwing throwing a Jamie Lannister and shit and like <laughs> and you, you know and like the Butler from Scary Movie the grab my good hand motherfucker, bro. And, and it's like, but but yeah, I'm I'm going with the home field. I still think Pat Mahomes is the best football player on the planet, even with all this the shit he has to work with this season. So I'm still I'm going with the Chiefs on this one. I'm going with the Dolphins. I, and, 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 and I and I do think I do think there's gonna be a moment where we're watching the game going these beautiful teal fucking uniforms do not belong in thirty de- like this is they should be in eighty degree weather I think that will happen but um but I like I I really like Mike McDaniel and I think that um he's one of those dudes like I'm excited to see him like you know he's had this matchup looking at the standings in mind for a couple of weeks I'm excited to see what he does and I just every time I've watched the Chiefs this year. They stink. I just like I I don't see it. The, the, so there's some issues that you can solve in the playoffs, and not having any receivers capable of catching the ball is a real good way to neutralize an all-time quarterback. So yeah, I don't know. That'll I'm do a, it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. Uh, uh, were all three? Uh, everyone else was on the uh, on the Chiefs. I'm on the Chiefs. I'm on the Chiefs. Okay. Okay. Uh, we go to Sunday. We're opening up with the uh, man. You want to talk about the? Lowered expectations, bowl. Steelers, Bills, the Steelers, <laughs> the St- Steelers fans that are furious at their coach, <laughs> the, the, you know, who set an NFL record for most winning seasons in a row, and the Bills <laughs> fans who thought they were going to be the Super Bowl favorites, and obviously have had a very different season than that. So, how, uh, ladies, y'all first. How do you how do you, how do y'all see that game shaking out? Oh, go ahead, Chelsea. Oh no, you make me go first. I'm thinking. Oh, right, cool. All right, <laughs> Uh, they don't have TJ Watt, so next. Yeah, that's big. Okay. <laughs> I I am I am this is I am not interested. So you know, Chels and I do this thing on Gridiron Gals podcast called To Be Game of the Week, where we pick a game where we just not interested in it, like it belongs <laughs> to on To Be Game of the Week. This that's is my To Be Game of the Week. Okay. With a lesser Epps cousin playing Mike Tomlin, and yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
Marcus Epps as Mike Tomlin. Yeah, um, this is. I don't know. I feel like some some. I feel like this shit could go either way because like both these teams are hot as hell right now, right? Sis Steelers won three straight, I think. Um, Bills won five straight. You know, after being like six and six to start the season, but that's the fucking Josh Allen experiments experiment, right? The, the fucking roller coaster yeah. shit there. Um, but yeah, I, I just think no TJ Watt. You know, y'all are in Buffalo. Um, Mason Rudolph might have to outplay Josh Allen. That's a lot to ask. Right there, so. <laughs> are we are we not certain that Mason Rudolph doesn't have a court date coming from his January sixth? <laughs> hey, <laughs> Trey, 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 Trump. By the way. Tr- tr- Kimmel type joke. Trump. Oh, 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 you better be careful. Uh, tr- uh, tr- no, tr- tr- Trump. Trump is trying to get Mason Rudolph immunity as we speak. So, uh, okay, I'm on the bills. Are, are we unanimous on the bills? Yeah, you got the yeah. bills. All right, bet. And, and even if uh, you know, not if when Josh Allen turns the ball over. Oh yeah, it's gonna happen. Steelers capitalize on that. You know, he's gonna turn. He better uh, turn it. Yeah, they better return it for a I touchdown. I will say this though: they're ten point underdogs. I do think that that's egregious. Yeah, that's wild. I didn't know that. And yeah. Mike, Mike Tomlin has like a crazy. He's like the best quarter, uh, best coach of all time as an underdog, isn't he? Like I think he has more, yeah. uh, more, more underdogs. So I'm, okay, I'm still on the Bills, but we'll see. Um, okay, we have a game. I know uh, Chelsea's a Cowboys fan, and you know three of us uh, on this podcast have our teams in the playoffs. Uh, Rita and I are both we don't have any football to watch this week because our team's got the bye but Chelsea, <laughs> the Cowboys are playing on wild card weekend against uh, the Packers uh, what do you think about that game and what's it what kind of a football you, are you nervous right now or are you talking shit like how do you feel right now I've been nervous since September <laughs> <laughs> you just know the day is coming when you'll have to mute Tyler for a week like it's coming <laughs> the most anxiety inducing team of all time. Are you kidding me? Am I nervous? I'm always <laughs> nervous that I'm nervous when we're blowing somebody out. I'm just like I'm always nervous. Um I and 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 y- y'all listen, y'all know I never pick against them because that's the voodoo ju- juju, you know, hoodoo and all of that, right? <laughs> but we are 16 and 0 at home. Uh, young, young team, young Green Bay team, young quarterback who has been playing very, very well. Yeah, love a baller. He got a lot of flack in the beginning, and I think it was because he was up against Mr. Ten Foil Hat. But uh, <laughs> give him a lot more. Respect. The man in the woods. <laughs> but um, I do, I do, I do believe the Cowboys should have should be able to handle this um, at home. Those people are loud. At first, the Cowboys games when they first opened that stadium, they used to be real bougie and very, you know, Dynasty Falcon Crest. We just oh, two, two, two. But baby, <laughs> this thing is loud in there now because I that- come, my ears are ringing. So I hope that they are able to get it done. But am I nervous? Absolutely. Will I be inconsolably drunk the whole time? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I have the Cowboys too. I agree. I totally agree with you, uh, Tyler, Rita. What, what do you, what do y'all think about that one? You go ahead, Rita. Uh, I mean, look, Mike McCarthy could get some, you know, get back on his old team. Uh, I look, I like Jordan Love and what the Packers do. They, they just too young. They too young for me. Mm. So you know, they, they're a little underaged. Uh, I'm gonna go with the seasoned over there okay. on the other side. So I'm going with the Cowboys. 
Tyler, is this the hilarious Cowboys collapse, or are they delaying it by another week or two? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're delaying it. I'm, go- I'm going Cowboys here too. Um, I, I, I just think that like they are rolling right enough, right about now, right? As, as much as I am a Cowboys hater, I cannot deny that. Fucking Dak is looking incredible. CD Lamb, goddamn, like biggest biggest contract for a wide receiver ever coming up for that young man this summer. Yep. Um, and and you know you're just gonna need a little bit more than uh, Mr. Simone Biles over top to stop that man. So you know I'm I'm going with, <laughs> I'm going with the Cowboys on this one. I, 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 I can't wait to get this soundbite and keep playing it over and over. And every time I see you say something, I'm gonna just say I'm just going with the Cowboys right now. I'm just going. With oh, you got me. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Well, I am. I'm gonna be quote tweeting that shit like AI, fake news. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> time for me to mute time. <laughs> it's coming up. It's coming yeah, up. It, it might. It might not be this weekend. It. <laughs> it won't be this week though. <laughs> All right. Uh, last game, Sunday night game, Rams Lions. Last game on Sunday, I should say, Rams Lions. Uh, the Matt Stafford Bowl. Um, I, I don't know. I, I really could go either way on this game. What do y'all think? I love this, man. This is the I, this is my favorite game of the week, right? Because all of the the shit that's around it, like you know, they both got switched to the, each other's teams. You know, one dude went to the Super Bowl but lost. The other dude went to the Super mm-hmm. Bowl but won. Uh, you know, Jared Goff said he's still thinking about that shit. And I don't blame him. You know, don't nobody like rejection like that. So you always yeah. want to style on your ex. That's that's <laughs> what's gonna happen. The problem is, is I don't think that they'll have Laporta. And if they don't, right. then that's problematic. Um, also problematic is Puka Nakua. That's a nasty man. And I don't mean Deshaun Watson nasty. I mean football <laughs> nasty. So I think he's like top five in receiving yards. The dude is only a rookie. I Actually, I had the Rams as my dark horse for the NFC period. So me, me too. sorry, Detroit. Y'all out. It was nice, though. Wow. Very nice. Okay. Chelsea, Tyler. I, I agree with that, although I would really like the Lions to beat the Rams. Me too. Same. They just if, they way too prepared for to they are way too prepared to go deep into the playoffs. I'm I'm not I'm not feeling that. I'm Lions, hey, 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 hey. Get it together. <laughs> Imagine in like twenty sixteen if someone told you that in two thousand twenty four you will be looking forward to a playoff game that features Matt Stafford versus Derek Goff. Like, <laughs> like I just do not know how the fuck we got here, but um, I'm for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm leaning Rams here. I still think that, you know, McVay, um, you know, Stafford connection there, Super Bowl winning connection there. I think they, they still got maybe another run in them. I, I thought I was going to be alone on the, on the Rams, but I had the Rams too on the same reason I had the Browns. That just feels like the team to me that kind of put it together at the end of the season. Their seeding's not good, but all you got to do is win three weeks in a row and you're in the Super Bowl. You know what I yeah. mean? So We love Coach Campbell. Coach Campbell funny as hell, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll see the funny clips on, you know, Twitter or whatever. This ain't y'all time. So. Yeah. Um, John, I love you. I love you too, man. All right. Yeah. How y'all know? I, I, I got a lot of laughs. I got a lot of laughs. You know what I'm saying? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I'm not gonna get up here and lie to these motherfuckers saying I know anything about this shit, bro. I, I tapped res- out week five. You feel me? So I, res- I, re- I respect it. Just wanted to. Just wanted to say. I, love I just you. wanted all to right. hang with the cousins, man. I could, you know, what I'm saying. That's yes. All, you feel me? Yes. That's all. We got uh, the last game, the Monday night game, Monday night uh, wild card game. Eagles and Bucks. Um, this Eagles team is 
is like a historic shit show. I cannot remember. See, like the Niners got Big Dom off the sideline and all of the Italian swagger from the Eagles has just drained <laughs> out the bottom of the stadium. Because they haven't won since then, right? I mean, like they lost to the Cardinals. They lost to fucking they everybody. They lost five out of six. Five out of oh, six. They lost five out, five out of the last six, yeah. That's crazy, bro. I mean, I you know, I, the Niners did punk the shit out of the Eagles, but like taking your fat Italian dude off the sidelines should not have made you go one in five. Like that's crazy. I don't know. I, what, do, do they bounce back or do the, the bucks coming out of the worst division? <laughs> take them down. Yeah, do I think say? I changed my mind on this. I think this is the two B game of the week. I forgot about this game. <laughs> completely forgot about this game, dog. You got the Eagles over here who on paper is talented, but their defense is doo doo. Uh, they want to fire their head coach. You know, they don't look like they having fun out there no more. Oh, it's not fun no more. Okay, well. And then you got the Bucks, where I don't know what Baker Mayfield is going to show up. Is Oklahoma Baker Mayfield going to show up? Is Cleveland Brown Baker Mayfield going to show up? I don't know which Baker Mayfield is going to show up. So I'm actually kind of bored by this matchup because it feels like I can make a case for either team, right? But neither outcome is exciting. It's like the game you're describing in either direction is not fun to watch. I no, totally agree yeah, with you. Yeah, like I, I don't even think this is like, and I know they got guys, right, that you're interested in seeing. Like they got Mike Evans over there. You got Jalen Hurts over here. But it just doesn't feel like it's going to be a good football game to watch. That being said, uh, Philly is the more talented team. They're going to push, push their ass to the divisional <laughs> round and then the That's what's going to happen. I'm actually picking the Bucks on this one. Ooh. I, 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 really? I, Please get out of my face. <laughs> I and Is I, this your Cowboys bias coming out where you truly think the Bucks are going to win? Like I said on the podcast, I'm actually, it's not even fun to pick on them anymore. Because like, what the hell are we watching on TV? Y'all are, y'all are screwing up on all sides of the ball. Um, I'm just going to pick Tampa Bay on this mm. one. And maybe me picking Tampa Bay means Philly will actually win. I don't know. Yeah, I'm taking the Eagles on the talent level, but I mean, but the Bucks are better than the Cardinals, like you know. So I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, we got one on the Bucks. Tyler, you got Eagles. Yeah, I'm going with Eagles. It pains me to say again. You know, I don't think I'll be able to be my fully formed hater this playoff weekend, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but it could be very special for very you soon. if the Eagles and the Cowboys. <laughs> I, there's a world where the Warriors implode and the the Eagles and Cowboys get eliminated in the playoffs within like 48 hours. You know that could be a very special weekend for you, bro. Hey man, what happened in that game last night? I turned on the game for I guess the final minute, and I looked at the score. And I my I clutched my pearls. I said, "What the <laughs> fuck is this? One hundred forty-one to one oh something? One oh six? Yeah, I think. What the fuck? One thirty-five, something like that. Got yeah." My- my man, you're confused on this. <laughs> <laughs> Draymond they had, can fix that. I don't yeah. think Draymond can fix that. Mm-mm. They had Steph motherfucking Curry in the post game saying changes need to be made to this roster. We ain't never seen no shit like that, dog. Never. Never. Yeah. He he said the 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 feet are not living up to the expectations in the locker room. Right? <laughs> the agony <laughs> of defeat. <laughs> the agony of defeat. <laughs> 
John, did you see? Did you see Zach put up a uh, put up a tweet? He said, uh, "Put up a tweet." Jesus Christ! Zach tweeted that uh, he said <laughs> they said everyone except Steph is on the table, the table, and it was just a table with like ninety bags of trash piled on top of it. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> like juice leaking out the side. And shit. <laughs> oh no! Was it a banger? Did it do numbers? I don't know. I saw it right. It deserved. I will. It I will make sure it does numbers. I will do my. <laughs> he is going right, right, right. The one man economic recovery plan. <laughs> the one man stimulus package. Dragonfly Jones. <laughs> well, that's a fact, man. Tyler will retweet you and fuck your whole day up, bro. You're like, I didn't even know these type of people could use smartphones. I'm about to start sending Tyler five dollars so he can start retweeting hey, the Grind Gals podcast. Nah, nah. I, I got y'all for the free ski. You already know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it does get you in some stuff because you will. The Samoans after the Samoans. Oh, they, that bullshit! Yeah, what happened? Yeah. Those players, and he never said that Samoans are not good players. I don't know how that came into it. He made you made a comment about the uh, the West, basically like the West Coast players versus like those. Oh yeah, players. Mm-hmm. And she, I don't know how. And then somebody came to me and said, "You told this girl that she didn't look like she was Samoan." I was like, "Me?" <laughs> <laughs> that's why Tyler and I. That's why Tyler and I talked about that topic on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and as, everything that as, you said was true. Everything that you no, said was true. Right, they do be I, out there eating uh, snacks and, and, and right. yogurt and parfait. Eating quinoa instead of grits. That's the fundamental problem there that needs to be addressed if they uh, want to take over college football. Grits with fried fat back. <laughs> they don't know nothing about that fat bag. Nothing no. about it. Trample, they don't know nothing about that. Nothing. You try was right, me, friend. Trying to get me, in, trying to get me fucked up with the Usos, bro. I'm not, I'm not going. And we can't help you, bro. Yeah, we can't help you. If my, that happened. My, my whole thing was, I said the West Coast is not known for putting out, you know, the big boys on the O line. And then this person came back to me. Well, what about Samoans? I said. You said Samoans. I said West Coast kids. Like they're from Samoa, bro. Like you know, it's it's kind of a difference there. You feel me? But it's a lot of it's a lot of Samoans on the West Coast who've been very successful offensive linemen. It's not a large population. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's I, I have nothing but obviously well documented love and respect for the the Polynesian community in Southern California <laughs> and along the Pacific Rim. So had to make sure to say all of that too, right? <laughs> oh, oh, that's a right. That's a real mafia. That's a real mafia, and I, I'm in very good with all of them, and I'm not planning on going anywhere. So, <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said hey, having Samoan friends in Southern California is like having Tyler as a friend on the internet. If anyone's picking ah. on you a little too much, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you could tilt that table the other direction real quick. So I'm not trying to fuck <laughs> any of that up. Um, all right, before we get out of here, let's do Super Bowl predictions. Um, as I mentioned. Rita, a Ravens fan. They got the one seed in the bye. Niners, I'm a Niner fan. Got the one seed in the bye. It never works out that it's the Super Bowl you want with the two best teams and the one seed. It never works out. Uh, is that happening this year? Or I want to go around the table. John, you do it too. I want Super Bowl just predictions. For just, for just, just for right, fun. Just for fun. And actually, and this is, and I think we've all experienced this, you're probably more likely to get it right because, because you I know nothing. This shit, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Super Bowl predictions. Rita, you go first. Um, I think this is the year that they finally get it right. I think this is the year. I think uh, I see 
I don't know who the Ravens play in AFC Championship. I haven't figured that out yet, but I think Dallas and um, San Fran plays in the AFC cha- uh, NFC Championship. Sorry, Tyler, because uh, that's that means that's another week you got to be like, ah, I can't <laughs> keep it in my drafts. But you know, San Fran at home and, and Dallas on the road to me is problematic. So I think that the Ravens and the 49ers find their way to Las Vegas. I got to pick a winner. I don't want to do that. No, 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 no. Just picking the oh. Super Bowl is fine. Oh, I'm going to just pick a winner. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. John's just okay. John only wants to name one football team. But we'll have you. Maybe we <laughs> only got one football <laughs> team. Maybe you can't get two of them, bro. Uh, maybe we can have you guys back on Super Bowl week yeah, and we can Bowl do week. yeah 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 for sure for sure for sure but not Niners Ravens okay for sure uh, uh, Chelsea who you got upset like I have to think past this week so <laughs> I I the I I got the Ravens on the AFC side and and I agree it is either the 49ers or the Cowboys on the other side um, and that's as far as I am willing to go. I respect that. I understand where you're coming from on that for sure. Tyler, who you think? Yeah, I'm 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 falling in line going 49ers Raiders here, uh Ravens here too. That's where I mean, I think the Ravens are just gonna bro, like the AFC is gonna be food for them. I, I think I think the um Niners are gonna have a bit more of a fight making their way out of the NFC. But yeah, I think those two are the teams that go to the Super Bowl. All right, I, 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 well, me go. Yeah, go ahead, I John. The Ravens to win the championship. All right, John said it, so I'm gonna make it. No. It's gotta look. It gotta happen. I think. I, I think. I think. I think it's time, bro. Like, and I, and I was. I was a Dolphins fan at first. I think Dolphins are fun for the regular season. You know what I'm saying? But when it's time to handle business, it's Ravens. You feel me? So I think the Ravens are gonna win. Um, I think they're adults of so those two teams. Remember, guys, I like. the Illuminati already chose the teams because they said <laughs> that the colors was in the logo. Okay. So what, what did Illuminati say? I'm interested. The Illuminati already picked it. They said because it, the logo is already out. The logo, you know, now they just do the same logo and they change the colors, right? Yeah. So the colors this year were red and purple. Okay. Okay. Same. Mm-hmm. The Illuminati yeah. already picked it. Yep. <laughs> hey, that that's a fun ass conspiracy theory because the shit checks out for years. For it real? really does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, 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 I mean, so uh, this is really interesting because I said when we started this segment, we know it never works out that it's the one seed versus the one seed. I also have the Niners Ravens and so like, but all of five of us nodded yes when I said, oh, it's never the one seed versus the one seed, but it does feel like there's separation on both sides. I just, you know, like Brock Purdy could come out and throw three interceptions. Lamar Jackson could have a bad game in the playoffs. These are things that are like very, it's not difficult to imagine them happening, but I just agree. They both just seem so much better. Uh, Rita, I'm going to be honest with you. The Ravens really hurt my feelings with that Niners game on Christmas. That really fucked my whole night up. <laughs> Because I'm like, I'm sorry, uh, friend. You uh, know. Because, yeah, because I'm like, Chels, I'm like, where the Niners are up 28 points. I'm like, sheesh. One pick six away from this being a game. You know, like, I don't, I don't relax until the game is completely over. But we have week after. Right. But we have week after week. It's like, okay, I was really worried about the Cowboys game. I don't want to hear it from Cowboys fans. They beat the shit out of the Cowboys. I was really worried about the Eagles game. They beat the shit out of the Eagles. So the Ravens game came, and my mistake was n- enjoying my Christmas instead of being nervous for the entire day. And so <laughs> then we got fucking just, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like painful to watch, you know, and like no one had done that to the Niners. So I don't know. I, I kind of want to rematch. And I'm also kind of like maybe Lamar has a bad game on the way. That wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. So I don't know. I had I don't the opportunity know. to go to the game on Christmas. Uh, you know, I was 
very stylishly wearing my purple teddy coat. You know, people say 49ers <laughs> fans are not nice people, but I got a lot of compliments that day. I don't know if it was because it was Christmas or not, but the people <laughs> were very nice to me. So shout out to y'all for being nice to me and liking. This one lady walked up to me and was like, your team but that coat is a nice coat and i was like Thank you. <laughs> that sounds like a niner fan see niner fans the, the most violence i see when i'm in a niners game is between niners fans like it's you know what i mean it's not like going at like back when the raiders were in oakland or la it's not like that where you're like yeah you know we used to like i we, we did that one time when we i had uh, season tickets to the chargers with my best friend and we would go anytime we went to the raiders game we would like all right you know Let's and like put on your walk into the car clothes. You know what I mean? Like a gray plain jacket, a hat with no logo on it. You know what I mean? Just don't make eye contact. Walk in a straight line to the car. <laughs> Fucking don't say anything to anybody. You know what I mean? We saw a guy get pulled out. This is in San Diego. We saw a Raiders fan pull a Charger fan out of his window because the dude rolled his window down while he was leaving to try and talk shit. He grabbed him by the shirt and pulled him out of the seatbelt. <laughs> so they could jump That's him. impressive. That is impressive. One arm. Visuals is going crazy right now. Right, right, right. right. How, how, how did it, like the physics of it doesn't make sense? Like through the car, through the seatbelt. That's crazy as hell. Up and out. Up and like out. he'd done it before. Like he was shelling and you know <laughs> the technique. Like he was husking corn. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Has Purdy been good enough where y'all don't think he'll nut up in the, in the in the Super Bowl? Like I know they talk about MVP. I've been seeing that type of shit, but like you know, Tyler Tyler and I disagree. I'm curious for Chelsea and Rita's opinion of Brock Purdy. I just got my first new football jersey in like ten years. My wife got me a Brock Purdy jersey because that's oh. how. We oh, play. so you a Purdy fan fan like that? You so? Uh, but at first you were kind of nervous about Purdy, weren't you? No, his first interview because you know he was the last pick in the draft last year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I fuck with that story for sure. But he came in his first game. I'm for sure like an old Republican man when it comes to quarterbacks. I'm like, I'm going to make eye contact with him on his first interview. And I can You're gonna see. You're going to look into his soul real does quick. He ha- what does, time is it he is. the guy or is he not the guy? And his yeah. first interview, he was like, I'm not surprised. Like, I just loved everything about Like, he didn't want anything to do with the storyline. He's like, I didn't rate myself the last quarterback in the, the last player in the draft. That's cool if everyone else is surprised. I'm not surprised at all. That's their business, not mine. You feel me? Yeah. So, that. so and, and he's had a he's had a great year. Yeah, a horrible night against the Ravens. But he set the 49ers record in 16 games, not 17, for passing yards. Touchdowns, all that shit. We've obviously had some decent quarterbacks. So yeah. I fuck with him. I couldn't really disagree with anything Tyler was saying about him. Obviously, he's got great, great skill players and, and system and maybe the, one of the best offensive linemen of all time around him. But um, I, but I'm curious, Chelsea Arita, as more or less unbiased football fans, like what, what, do, you, what do you think? Is he going to break my heart this playoffs or, or do we have a guy? Um, I, I like Brock Purdy. I do I think that he's a game manager? Yes, but I don't think there's anything wrong with being a game manager. Like, and I'm glad Cam came back and clarified. Like, just because I said, like, I think y'all are trying to make me saying that that's a bad thing, right? It's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you need elite talent around you, right? But you still got to make certain types of decisions. Um, and so I, I like Brock, and I think that what happened in the Ravens game, you know. It's probably an anomaly in that sense. Like there was a lot of, there was some deflections in terms of passes and, you know, so I mean it to say, I don't know if they were to play again, if he's going to get four interceptions is my point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but I, I, I think, look, Jimmy, they had Jimmy G he doing the same shit that Jimmy G doing, but he's better. 
at mm. with than Jimmy G, which is right. weird. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I like Brock. I mean, I, I think he's a very efficient um, quarterback. I don't know what this means for him. You know, had he stayed healthy in that NFC Championship game last year, I do think that they advance. I think yeah. that they go to the Super Bowl. So it will be interesting to see how it plays out this year, obviously, if he can stay healthy. But yeah, it's cool. Yeah, and I agree with that. I think just like, you know, nothing wrong with the game manager. Um, Sometimes that's really all you need. You don't need anybody trying to stunt and do too much. You know, work within your your work within what you got. And, and what do you need to do when you got Debo and Christian McCaffrey? And like you said, the best offensive lineman in football with Trent Williams. So, yeah. Like, you know, it's, you know, and, and it also sometimes people just have bad games and there's nothing to it. It just wasn't your day. It could yeah. be the players, it could be the team. Sometimes yep. not your day. And that's not an indictment of, of who you are as a player or as a team. It just ain't your day. Anybody can be beat on any day, any given Sunday. You more confident in Lamar or Purdy in the Super Bowl? Now, that's the different conversation. I'm more confident in Lamar in the Super Bowl. Okay, okay. But, Lamar, I, but I, has, is more, Lamar has a, a, a more a bigger role in the offense, set. for sure. Yeah, okay. He has a more extensive skill set, for sure, in my opinion. You know, Lamar yeah. can extend plays. Lamar can run the ball if ain't nothing there. I mean, Lamar does things that a lot of quarterbacks just, you know, they're not athletically able to do. So, I, I mean, I think it's a real statistic that the that Lamar Jackson broke more tackles against the Niners than they had like previously in this season. Like, yeah. he just is a like in a world of freakish athletes, he's he's on another level. And I would add about uh, Cam Newton. I think every, like Tom Brady's a game manager next to Cam Newton. Like everyone's a game he manager. He mentioned Tom Brady too. That's what, that's what I'm saying. But 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 it's like 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 who if you're Cam Newton, everyone looks like a game manager because no yeah. one else looks like Cam Newton except yeah. Lamar Jackson. Right, right. <laughs> no right, one else right, has right, the right. the scramble for twelve yards and see which and make a read. Play yeah, in, the, in their fucking playbook uh, like Cam had. Right, hundred percent. But and and I'm grateful. Like I I I don't necessarily disagree with some of the comments on Brock Purdy because I do think you could make some of the same comments about. Tom Brady and a guy who doesn't fuck up who has a little bit of persona and swagger to him is that's a not a bad thing at the quarterback position I'm glad football has evolved from and that 2000 Ravens team is my favorite non 49er football team of all time mm. but I'm glad that game managers have evolved from that. what what it used to be 23 <laughs> years ago to 4200 yards 30 something touchdowns and it's still an exciting <laughs> offense to watch but you could be called a game manager you know what I mean because we used to be sweating those thirteen to seven games out like. <laughs> and me and that Kerry Collins Trent Dill for Super Bowl, bro. Like, oh God, please! <laughs> and Chelsea and I said that on our podcast. Like you know, like Cam is saying that because he those dudes don't look like Cam. Cam is yeah. obviously catering to people that were doing what he was doing right in the field, and that was the difference. Yeah. He really wanted to say is ain't none of them better than me. Go ahead and say that. And let's not confuse everybody. Right. Now you got this feedback and everybody was like, what about this? What about this? And you got, you're naming like the best quarterbacks in the league. You're right. naming people that are in MVP conversations and it's going to throw people off. Why don't you just say what it is? Ain't none of them as good as me. And I'd be like, facts. Right. <laughs> Yeah, we need more athletes to do that. Here are the guys who I'm better than. Such and such. Here's the guys who I'm not better than. Such and such and such and such. I would love that. You're trying to get Cam fucked up out here on the right. industry. That's what you're trying to do. <laughs> 
He's got the protection of those fancy hats. No one's going to touch Cam Newton, you know? Uh, all right, ladies, thank you so much for hopping on with us. I hope you enjoy the weekend. I hope it's great games. Hope we all get to watch some great football this weekend. And we'll for sure have to have you guys back for the Super Bowl preview. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye, cousins. Bye, cousins. Bye. <laughs>